Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of Almost Somebody Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Allen. If you're new here, you can call me LA. If you're not new here, welcome back to the podcast that reminds you that even if you're waiting on something, a job, a spouse, the world to stop being on fire, you are not almost somebody, but you're already somebody unconditionally loved by God exactly where you are. And it's my hope for you that this podcast provides tools, wisdom, and encouragement from the stories of others to help you take your next right step in what it looks like to live a life on purpose. I want you to know that there, because of all the resources out there for like help, uh, helping produce a podcast and all that and you doing it all on your own that is boss woman type things because even for flywheel i'm outsourcing an editor i don't have time to edit and do all like and even like learn and do it and so instead i have to spend we have to spend money as a company to like have someone edit and i'm like but to learn how to edit and produce a podcast i'm like i would love to do it like so the fact that like you've taught yourself i'm like no like you literally i'm like seeing you as like a like a boss woman i'm just or you know what not even a boss woman a boss your podcasts have like something for people to like think about and walk away with or like hear a little gist of like you know what that's super relatable to my life or actually i was kind of struggling with that and like this is how that like they're handling it so maybe i can look at it in a different perception and so and i've always said if you are being able to motivate and encourage one person out there at least you're doing you're doing like you're walking in that purpose so it's pretty cool thank you that was <laughs> that just literally spurred my soul on so thank you welcome my friend brie from chattanooga it's been a minute since i've seen you how are you you know we are out here living and grateful and i'm so thrilled to even like see your face again even though it's over you know a screen i'm like it's been a minute since we've seen each other and caught up and i feel like our last text to each other was always like before you moved to texas it was always like let's get together let's get together and like timing just got in the way where <laughs> we never saw each other but now i'm like mm. I think I need to make a flight out to Texas. Yes. <laughs> I would love that. No, I see you and Anna doing your thing. And then I'm like, man, got to get them to Texas. Uh, absolutely. I know. But I'm also like, you need to come to Chattanooga and see this small, cute. First question of the pod. What yes. did you do when you grew up? Oh, my gosh. When you sent that, I... It actually sparked something in me that I forgot about. Yes. That I actually texted my dad about because I was not, Laura, I tell you, I was not that girl that was like, oh, I want to be a teacher when I grow up. And that was it. I wanted to be so many things that I wasn't able to make my mind up. And that carried on actually throughout college. But I wanted to be a veterinarian, um, a, an Olympic ice skater. A marine biologist, uh, I think an oncologist. Like my, I texted my dad and I was like, "What are every like? What are all the things like I wanted to be when I like when I was younger?" And he sent me a whole list because it was just anything that I was like that would seem fun. I wanted. Okay, well, what are you doing now? Are you? Well, any of these I'm not doing anything that I wished like as a kid I was doing. Like, I mean, I'm a market. I'm a marketing strategist. 
but I'm also like dabbling into project management and like it's one of the best jobs I think I've ever could have been given that I never would have expected myself to be in nor wanted to be in which is like that's a super cool thing because sometimes what we think we know best Mm -hmm. like is actually not going to be, th be the thing that lights up our world. It's usually the thing that you didn't think about and, or have been given the opportunity to do yet. And so, I mean, even I had went to school to be a veterinarian at first and then got there and I was like, yeah, so like this whole, <laughs> this whole stream of how many, however many years I have to be in school, I do not feel passionate about it. I love animals but not enough to do this and so I went to school for that yeah so what i first went to school for and it was actually the thing that make made me drop out of college wow. at first, was just like you have that you have that childhood dream of knowing what you want to be you get carried into it because like that's anything that you ever known or said you wanted and then you get there and like nothing prepares you for the amount of work that it's going to take to get there. And it actually has you question, like you question for the first time probably ever in your life that like, is this something that like I'm deeply passionate about? Or mm. I mean, same thing with like, even being, if someone's wanting to be like an owner of something, it's more so of just like, do I have, do I like, am I passionate about like actually getting to that or is it really just the status of being like, yeah, like I own a business. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a, it, an identity crisis in a way, but you're just it's at a young age. And so, yeah, I think it was really in 2020 that made me actually like for the, for once actually consider and dabble in multiple things to figure out what it is that I'm good at and what I'm passionate at and what I want to be challenged at. So and that was marketing. And it seems like it is, like I, I see, I follow, can we say who you work for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. She works for Flywheel Brands and I follow you guys and it's fun to see, like you can tell you actually enjoy what you're doing and it seems purposeful. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but. No, no, it is. And it's not just like the place or the work that you're doing. I, I believe it's the leaders that I'm surrounded by and the people mm -hmm. I work with and I work for. Like it's um, a very faith-driven organization, business, where like everyone is not, like we're all there to get a paycheck. We all know that because we all need a roof to live over our heads. But it's like, what is our purpose being in this position? And it's not just like, oh, like I'm a marketing strategist and I need to put out good content. It's like, no, like I believe like God has put me in this position. So like, what is like the word and like, that I need to and I don't want to mess up I don't want to mess your flow at all but I do have a question for you yeah um because I'm only able to really like hear my story about it but do you do you feel like not just from like oh I think but like do you feel and like had confirmation that God called you Texas? Yes. <laughs> um, weirdest thing ever, but I think, I think you of all people would, this is so weird. 
Um, but we got lunch one time a really long time ago, and I think this this is a crazy 180. Um, yeah, yeah. And I had no idea, but I used to date someone, ladies out there that are bumming over who they think or thought they were gonna marry. Totally thought it was totally set on it. Um I thought I was gonna marry I thought I was gonna marry his friend. <laughs> yeah, and life life happens and you go yeah. and stuff, but there's this weird, weird, weird have to be God. I was dating this person and we had went to lunch one time and he said this one thing that stuck in my head forever. And until I saw myself living it, I was like, so set on this idea of it. So he said, I might move to Austin and work for a church with like college students, like Austin, Texas. And at the time, I mean, we lived in Kennesaw, Georgia. I was like, Austin wasn't on the brain, nothing like that. But in my mind, I think I had like, oh yeah, like we will move there. And, you know, I realized the relationship and all that stuff. And then I got the job. There was nothing like super special. I was one of 200 people senior year during the pandemic. It's interesting to be like, oh man, um, moving to a new city doesn't move you away from your problems. It definitely pushes you to find solutions though. And it shines a light for sure on what you might not have looked at or you just get so used. I mean, I lived 23 years in Georgia. Like Right. You're used to your life and it shakes something up and it shook something up in my like relationship with God too to like see him in a new light and have to lean on him because you're you're out there in a new space and I say, Yeah, I'm pretty sure at <laughs> at nineteen God was like, Austin, church, you going to happen through someone else. Yeah. It's so insane because I remember that I mean I remember our like little lunch we had and honestly we were talking about just like our those like our past relationships and just like okay like well what's the deal and all that like it was very much just like I don't know kind of going forward it was I feel like it was so long ago so I don't remember every detail of it or even if you brought up Austin then did you I don't I don't know I don't I don't think you did I think it was very no, I I see. I just remember really talking about her for sharing that. I actually, and I know that's probably a different topic, but I feel like it can be applied to a lot of areas in our life. And I had like, I had met with my therapist yesterday or my mentor. She's a therapist too, but she, we somehow like, I had like gone in therapy and all that because of just like um, relational issues because I, uh, there's some things I needed to address um, and why, like, I just have a hard time of being able to be vulnerable and in, like intimate emotionally with people. Um, and so when we were talking, like we were able to see all the progress that was made and she actually recommended me um, reading Song of Solomon. Mm. And I was like, okay, like I'm going to read it. And it was all about like the don't awaken or like, like uh, what is, don't awaken or like force love until like it's ready. And I think that is huge because like as people and as like go-getters, like we're wanting something, we're wanting it now. And so like that's just applied to everywhere in life. Like 
relationships. Like I've had to learn to like, pray stop being like the pursuer. Like, I know you want to go at, like, once you want something, you go after it. But like, there are some things where you like most things in life, you just need to be still. And same thing within your job or like moving to a different city, like just go with it and be still and don't feel like you got to figure everything out because like timing is everything. Like timing is perfect. And like, don't awaken that yet until it's time. And you're going to know when it's time because it's going to move you. And that it's just like that word has just convicted me because it made me just look at all the things in my life that I'm like, gosh, when, like, when have I, hmm, why have I tried to force so many things and awaken it before it was ready? Like, why do I, like, and it helped me, like, put myself into perspective of just, like, I am a control freak, not in a way where I'm, like, annoying and nasty about it, but I'm just, like, I just go after it and I get it done. Mm -hmm. And when it's not happening, I'm, like, like, what the heck? And so, and so it's helped me just be able to look at things in a a detached way where I'm just, like, like you said, like, okay, God, like, whatever I, you know, like my desires, you know, what I like, what I dream and what's in my heart, you know, what I deserve. And, you know, in a way, like kind of around my expectations mm-hmm. and having to like keep that faith and have it and pour into it that like, he's gonna like fulfill his promise that he's given you. What have you learned most about yourself in the process of moving to a new city? Um, pro- that's actually a really interesting question. I guess I've never thought of it. Um, I think it's probably like knowing, like knowing what I bring to the table and like standing in that. Cause I'll be honest in Georgia, I feel like I was just going with the motions and like, super comfortable and like yeah like I was growing in areas but it it, it wasn't to this extent where mm-hmm. like you face your you face yourself in the mirror for the first time and you're just like so what am I like <laughs> if I want to like bring community and I want to bring this new taste to my new job and all that like who are you and like what are you like wanting to give to people and bring to the table and add value to. And I, I probably sounds harsh because like you can just exist, like you can just exist and not feel like you have the pressure of needing to add value. You know, you're you're beautiful yeah. as you are. But yes, the, it's true. But I think the way you do. Okay, but I'm just also just like I want to I want to make sure that I'm like doing the good work and actually like providing purpose or like walking in it. And I'm not just there existing and just being a goat. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's helped me face like, actually stand in confidence of like who God has made me to be and who he's continuing to mold me into. And I don't think I've ever, ever been able to say that before. Like, I think I walk I walk with confidence. I look super confident, but I was the most insecure little girl ever mm-hmm. before I moved here. Me too. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, yeah that's, that's very, 
courageous to share me too. Yeah. I think I've learned what real confidence in Christ actually looks like on me versus like, Oh wow. Yeah. I would have said I was confident. I'm sure other people would have. And then coming here was like, Oh yeah. The, the little girl came out and it was like, Oh, we're going to heal her for one. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. What does it really look like to like show up or what piece of advice would you give to someone in their twenties wondering Mm -hmm. if they should take the leap and leave their hometown? Um, absolutely. I say yes. And that could be, I mean, I moved to two and a half hours away from my hometown. So I'm not Miss Laura over here, which how far are you five, five hours from Georgia? If you take a plane, if you take a plane. Yeah. (laughs) Um, where I'm like, you're like, you move like halfway across the country. I just like moved a state up that was on still on the line of my state and another one. And so I'm like, but it's still different, but I do recommend it just because like, yes, there's comfortability in being around home. And like, I miss family, but there's also like, there's so much of the world that we need to see to genuinely get us out of our own bubble and our own perception. Mm -hmm. And like, it is a challenge that like I think anyone can take but also like it's that kind of challenge where like you're you figure yourself out and I I mean that's all that's all about what your 20s is is figuring out like which path you're going and who you are and who who you want to surround yourself with or forgetting about everything and really just wanting peace in your life Mm -hmm. and finding that within your job and your relationships and community and where you live and so I highly recommend it because I'm like, I was not like Georgia was not peaceful. And I, I guess that's a convo we can get in uh, eventually, but it, the move was like, I think a, a huge saving grace for me. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, what are you most excited about for the rest of 2022 in Chattanooga? I am most excited about probably can I'm in a very content place of my life, even though like there's things, there's things I want to add like community, genuine friendships. And I think that's like, it's slowly happening again. It takes, you know, finding the right people and the right timing of it all. Um, But I think like, I'm most excited to be in this season of contentment mm-hmm. with God because I feel like I'm I'm here for the first time and like it feels really good and I just want to be present here with him like where I'm just like I'm just I'm am I excited for today with him and I'm going to be excited for tomorrow with him and so there's nothing crazy and spectacular that I'm like oh my gosh like this is just going to end 2022 like with a bit, it's gonna end it with a bang, and I'm just like, no, like me being like here right now, I'm just like it's good and then refreshing, and I'm I'm not in constant need of like needing the next. I just yeah, no. Once you get to that place, you're like, oh, I don't want to ever go back to like that feeling of longing, 
because like I felt like I was always longing like I have always been independent and always just like I really don't need anybody but there was always this longing of wanting that relate a relationship with someone mm-hmm. wanting companionship being able to like to depend de- like depend on one another like for areas of your life like where if you're having a bad day like all the healthy parts of it and i hated that i was constantly always wanting it because like i'm laura i mean my last relationship was five years ago i've dated guys here and there but my last like real relationship was five years ago and from like then I'm, i've just always been like i feel like i need to fill this up like this emptiness in me and i think this past year i just got tired of feeling like I need to fill something and filling this void and understand that like, okay, this is my desire to be married someday and to have that companionship and like the being able to depend on one another and really like them be uh, another part of your foundation Mm -hmm. where I just had to let go and just, and just be like, okay, because that is a desire of my heart. You will fulfill it. But right now I just like, I just want to be at peace and not feel like what's missing. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess like if you guys want to follow Flywheel Brands on Instagram, but also you could follow Brie Newman, Brie with two eyes on Instagram. Um, no E in the Brie. I'm my name's not the cheese. Um, so yeah, you can see all the fun marketing things I'm doing. Yes, go follow Brie, go follow Flywheel Brands, make sure to connect with her. Thank you, thank you, thank you to Brie for being on this episode, sharing more of her journey, moving away from her hometown in your early 20s. Uh, I appreciate her story so much, and I hope that it's encouraged you wherever you're at, whether you are thinking about moving away, whether you already did and you're wondering, what in the world have I done? I hope that it's met you right where you're at and reminded you that you're already somebody, that there are good, bad, ugly parts of all of our stories, and it can be used to help and encourage others. So I hope that you remember that you're already somebody today. You have a story that matters. And thank you, thank you, thank you to Brie. Thank you to everyone listening and supporting what we're doing here. It means the absolute world to me. I think I had a wake-up call moment in the last week and a half that, like, we're really doing this. Like Brie said, like, we're for a long time have been kind of one woman showing it, but when I really think about it, not at all. It has not been a one woman show at all. I've had so much support, so many friends come alongside and encourage me, use their resources to help me get this started because they believe in that. And that means the world to me. So nothing is a one woman show at all. And if you support this podcast, you're supporting a lot of people that have believed in this. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm working on a Patreon. I think there'll be a link in the show notes below. If that is a way that you would like to support the podcast. That would mean the world to me. And this whole almost somebody team dream whole thing, it would mean the world. Um, And if you're listening and sharing, that means the world as well. So thank you for any and all support of this podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode. I can't wait to see you guys next week. Challenge as always, go out Be curious about people's stories, whether that's taking someone out for coffee, going to a workout class together, 
asking someone at work on Zoom what they wanted to be when they grew up. I think that's how we make the world a little bit smaller. So I encourage you to do that. If you get a fun answer or have a fun friend date, tag us on the gram and y'all have a great week. (laughs) 